On this episode of the Cares None Beat Up Podcast, Matt and I discuss why he was in the hospital. We also discuss being vulnerable and we talk about suicidal thoughts and why it's taboo to even consider. As always, hope you enjoy the show. And if not, cares none! Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. All right. Cares none, Beto Podcast. Episode 36. No, no, 13. 13. Lucky number 13. That's actually kind of messed up. I think 13 isn't a bad number. It's the good number for us today. <laughs> it's a great number for it us today. It fucking better be. I am your host, Chris Cares None, and this is my co-host. Hello, Matt Michael Jack. Michael, 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 Michael Jack. It's still hard to say that. Tell me about it. Even it, after thirty-nine years, I literally like I have to like make sure I'm saying it right. I it's feel, like my name. I just say it. I'm Chris Campbell. You know, right, like, right, right. Matt, like right now, Matt Michael Jack. Right or Michael Whitecheck. No, is, I'm definitely not even trying. Is that. the uh, <laughs> Polish pronunciation? Sorry. Literally, won't even try that. Come on, <laughs> give, me, right. give me a little bit. I'll give you the old college. Should I say it again. Mika Whitecheck. Mika Whitecheck. Boom! You said you said it better than I do. Are you sure you don't have a little Polish in you? <laughs> a little bit of Mika Whitecheck. That's right. Mika no, and you know what? That might be to be honest. Michael Jack or Mika Whitecheck. No, see, <laughs> well, when you yeah, said the no, Wicca, Wicca. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> so yeah, man. Hey, so you ain't been on the show in a little bit. I have been out of commission for a little while. Yes. And thank you for being understanding with uh, everything going on in Matt's world and Matt's life. Well, here's the thing. Life, man. Life. <laughs> life. 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 That's it. That's it. That's, that's the whole thing. That's it. Podcast man. over. Life. Right. The end. We'll see you all next week. I get, man. And, and can I be honest? <laughs> Please, for once. Let me be, be honest. honest. Hold on. Let me, let me drink to this. <laughs> right. At the end of the day, so I was talking to my buddy Steve, and I was, and I think you and I were going to meet up one of these days, and I brought it up to him, I'm like, yeah, he can't come through, yada, 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 and he asked me a question, and listen, he don't know you like I know you, or right. what we've talked about, da, 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 but there was some validity in what he was saying. He goes, you sure that he maybe just don't want to do it? And this is what I said. At the end of the day, this was my dream first. Right. I do believe that you're on board being part of it. I believe that in my heart. I, I know it. Cause I, I love the fact that you asked me. I was surprised that you asked me. I was happy that you asked me. How, did, how were you surprised? Well, I don't know. Well, man. okay, okay. You're, did, you, did you know I was going to do it? Well, you were, you were talking about it, talking about doing a podcast. But you were talking about doing the podcast before you mentioned asking if I'd come on or even, like, be a guest co-host once in a while and stuff with you. Well, so here's, here's the thing. I remember working with you. We might have talked about this on the podcast. I legitimately have a lot of my good creative moments around you. We've we've had some good moments, yes. You know what I'm saying? Good conversations, good moments, good funny moments. And then and then when it came to this situation, I'm like, this is literally how I had those feelings: is having conversations with you over a drink, right? So I'm like, it's a no brainer. And I, and I think I told you, I was, I mean, even when you told me to do it, I mean, this is totally out of my comfort zone for me. It's out of mine a little bit too. I say, I don't believe that because it's out of, it's still, it's still, you've got the gift of gab. I like, I've got the, you got the gift of gab too, fool. Uh, I like to listen more than I like to gab. Touche. You know, Touché. and then, then like throwing a, you know, throwing a cent or two here or there, you know? I but, mean, you do make like a, 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 a definite Robin, like a great Robin. Right. But not like sixties Robin with like the, the. 
bikini bottoms. No, and the no, red, no, no, the red yeah. underwear. Right? No, 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 thank God. Uh, the tights. But they, thongs, definitely thongs. For I sure. do have a skull and crossbones, <laughs> rhinestone uh, thong. Well, so I've been told this too. I've been told this. People like yours and some people like the Eric's. Almost everyone listens to all of them. Right. Some people like just me. Right. And I think. So there's a difference with me, supposedly, this is what I've heard. And I can kind of see it, too. With me and D'Eric, or D'Eric and I, excuse me. All right. I got to step my English game up. <laughs> D'Eric and I are a little bit more, like, we're on the same page, but w- maybe we don't quite understand each other as much, and but we're both we're, we're more combative to each other. Not necessarily, like, it's not, like, bad, obviously. It's right, right, drama. Right. But it's more like, no, 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 I don't agree. And it, it, but it's you, just good banter, back and forth. It's banter. great banter. That's yeah. why it's great for this podcast. But I do, but, and you and me... And maybe that's because you're more listening and I'm more not shutting the fuck up. It's more of like a smooth, f- smooth flow. I gotcha. And I think D'Eric and I is not it's as a much fluid of a fluid conversation. It's more fluid, maybe because I'm probably overpowering it 60%, 70%, whatever, whereas me and D'Eric are battling for 50. Right, I gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both are great. Both work for me. You, we both and all. That, that's why I think you got a great format for all this. You know, oh, I, be, to be, me, because of yes. all the different platforms. It's within so the different. Platform, it's so different. You know, you know, you don't know. Oh shit, he might be drunk today talking to himself. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And I love doing that. But it keeps the interest. You know, it it, it makes it everyone is interesting. So to circle back, <laughs> please. Circle I've been back. working. Hey, I think I've been real good. I'd be <laughs> I'd be at the job just talking. About, I'm circling back. Sir. <laughs> Just in my everyday life. Top of mind awareness, man. So what happened? Why you were sick? Like what happened? You were in the hospital, you had pictures and shit? Yeah, so I wasn't sick per se. So I have or have had an on and off medical condition called AFib, atrial fibrillation. So what is that? Uh, so essentially what it is, is a, a, a misfire in your electrical signals to your heart. Um, and when that happens or doesn't happen... Or when it's triggered, whatever, it's uh your top or I'm sorry, your top top two valves of your heart kind of flutter infrequently or sporadically, and then your bottom two valves are working overtime, try to make up for the pumping. The bullshit at the top. Right. Um, how far is this how or what is this in the same realm as the irregular heartbeats? Uh no. Okay. It's I guess maybe to some degree, but I mean they've tested me for that. I do not have an irregular heartbeat. I have atrial fibrillation. Okay. Sporadic atrial. I'm not even like. How do you know you're even... feeling this? So what initially happens is you'll feel, I'll, I'll feel like a little flutter at first. Like, okay, I'm sorry. What do you mean by flutter? You, you just feel like a little funkiness, man. Like a little. In your body. In, yeah. In my body, in my chest specifically. Where, what part of your chest? Sternum to left breast. How far in the left breast? This <laughs> area. This <laughs> area right here. I'll suck that by my <laughs> You're going to suck me in You better stop doing it. I'm going to suck all your titty. Ooh. No, no, no. Is it more the whole, like when, okay, so when I think of heart shit, I always thought because of like the, the, the Pledge of Allegiance that right. it was just over here. Right, right, right. Right? So I'm just like, my, my hand over my chest, blah, blah, blah. So I would say center mass to that area, somewhere in between. Somewhere kinda, in between. And that's where I feel the flutter. Um, but that's not like the main thing. So sometimes, so I've had, I've gone into atrial, like complete atrial fibrillation three times over the last 14 years. The first time it happened, I had to get a cardio version where they literally had to put me under and shock paddle me. Oh, that was a big one. To get my, to get my rhythm back in, or to get my heart back into rhythm. 
Was there a huge risk with that, obviously? Um, so what the risk is, if you stay in AFib too long, you're at, uh, you're at risk for clotting and uh, mm. stroke. Mm. So, but when I, when I first went to the hospital, uh, so the, I guess with the first situation, the first time it happened, I was working at the bar and I just felt it come on. I just felt this weirdness, right? Just a little bit of this, almost, uh, anxiousness, anxiety kind of feeling, but I had just been working. I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think it was weird. You know, I finished up my bar shift, went out with some friends, had a couple of drinks, and I still felt like I just didn't feel right. So I'm like, you know what, guys? I'm going to call it a night, you know, which I should have been a trigger to me. Like, that's weird. You don't stop drinking. So I went home. Fucking alcohol. Yeah. Went to bed. <laughs> my wife and I, we were we were just in our courting process at this time. Mm, you were trying to get it in. <laughs> okay. Well, I went home and went to bed solo. Okay. But, I, but in order to try to get it in, I was going to church the next morning with her and her folks. Uh, so you were like, I don't get, okay. So she came to pick me up. We're on our way to church. And like, literally I was like, I was just still feeling weird. I'm like, all right, like now it's been like 12 hours. Now I'm starting to get in my head about it. Like this is something else. Uh, church was in Elmhurst. I had her take me to Elmhurst hospital. They checked me in. And when they checked me in, they couldn't even find my heartbeat at first. Cause it was like, like in the low forties. Cause it was that low. Right. But then it would spike up to like 170. Mm. And that's like, so sometimes you feel like you're going to pass out. And then sometimes, like, you feel like you want to run through a fucking brick wall, you know, and that's just kind of the ups and downs of this AFib kind of mm, deal. Okay. Um, so they did a bunch of tests, you know, measured my heart, EKG, echocardiogram, blood test, you know, checking all your whatevers. Um, they gave me some pills because um, I guess you're, you're not at risk really for pooling or, or for uh, blood clots or strokes for like 48 to 72 hours. So you have a window. You know, so this now had been 12 hours. So they gave me some med- uh, some medication to try to regulate my heartbeat. They scheduled me for the cardio version, said, you know, if we can't get you back into rhythm, you know, we'll come back tomorrow at this time. We're, we'll check you and then we'll we'll cardioverted you if we have to. So I went home. That's what they did. Cardioverted me the next day and went back into rhythm. Fine. About four years later, similar situation. I knew what it was this time. So I went to the hospital right away said what it was. They checked me in. They gave me a different type of medication. Same thing. Scheduled me for the cardio version. Went in the next day. Kicked the wheels or kicked the brakes off the gurney about to wheel me away. And then my heart went back into rhythm. So I didn't have to get the cardio version the second time. Wow. That's cool. Right. And then now this last time, this was now five, almost five years after that. And same thing. As I was walking into the hospital, I must have converted back because as I was checking in and they put me on the finger monitor there. They said, no, you're in rhythm. Are you sure you're an AFib? I'm but like, you well, definitely felt what yo, you knew. Yeah. You knew. I knew. You I said, knew. Well, I know what the fuck this is. Right, and I explained to them. This is like, the, this is the third time I felt this. You know, I tried to go out to breakfast, you know, try to, you know, pass out. I'm like, I'm here just, you know, it's been five years since I've been in AFib. Just run run the tests, you know, just check me, make sure nothing's changed. And um, it was like, bet, and they did it, and you, it was, you was good at the moment. And I was good, yeah. So it's yeah, just, you took that photo and it, what you wrote, it was very, and I, I don't know if you did this on purpose, but it was very, un- it was, uh, it was disarming. You know what I'm saying? Right. You were like, no, I'm good. I know it looks crazy. Yeah. I, I don't remember. Sun- what- it was like Sunday fun day with the family. Yes. Like which that. is totally like, okay. Man, right. man, you know, but I was too super. I was like, oh shit. The fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? And, in it, that? and it was scary. Cause this is, I mean, it's been a while since it happened. And, uh, you know, I mean, now fat flash forward five years, you know, I'm seven years into my marriage, you know, first year of being a father. And like, so men- the mental game right, of it right, right. was higher for me. 
you know, I tried to pass it off. I'm like, no, let's just go to breakfast. Like I just told my wife, like I am feeling something, you know, let's just go to breakfast though. See if it kind of chills out. And then when we were sitting down, we had just ordered our, our drinks for breakfast and I was getting to the point. Your drinks for breakfast. Hopefully, well, like, like hot, ice, hot tea, uh, a decaf uh, hot tea. I'll take a double vodka Sprite. Had I not been feeling that, I would have ordered either a mimosa or a Bloody Mary. Uh, okay. You That's know. not bad. If you order a double, a double vodka, it's all. Yeah, right. No. <laughs> I got something going on in my heart. <laughs> Give me a whiskey neat. Right. So, yeah, I tried to play it off. We ended up getting our drinks to go, and then she took me to the hospital. And how long was the whole process from that moment to going home? Uh... Three, four hours. Okay, okay. So, and it was probably mostly because you were like, still take the test, still. Right, right. You probably could have left, not that. I mean, yeah, because even when I was checking in, they're like, are you sure you want to admit yourself? And I had a second there where I was like, do I want to admit myself and spend the money it's going to mm, cost to go to mm, the ER? Mm, right, that's what I'm saying. But it's But like, then it's like, what? You know what? That what of, if it's something? It's been five years. Maybe this isn't AFib. Maybe this some, was something, something else. else. Something uh, underlying. Who knows? Fucking hundred years old. I would exactly know how you right. felt. Right. Well, ninety nine. But yeah. <laughs> Don't age me too much. That you know problem. what's funny? Um, well, not funny actually. It's very serious. You know what's matter. funny is heart problems. No, heart conditions are actually, hilarious. Yeah. So, I've had a couple. This actually ties into a lot of what I wanted to talk about. You know what? Let's go. I'm talking about that. Yeah. After we talk about this next thing. I wanted to talk about... So don't forget to super, circle back. Circle back. You know what? Fuck it. We'll just talk about the first thing. I, <laughs> I know I'll forget about it 100%. I had what I felt like was an issue in this area, what I thought was the heart area, right? Right. And I had been dealing with it for a while. And like, like a shortness of breath, or I think, you know, and all this, this, and that. And it got to the point where I was super scared and I didn't have insurance at the time. Right. And I was super like... Oh, when you were shit. feeling this, like, what was it just like regular activities was it sitting down in a chair was it <sighs> doing the, the finishing I, move i no, mean what well first of all yeah once i'm in that, that nothing like even death i'd probably still be just, <laughs> I'd, just I'd be dead <laughs> no, no no the finishing move that that don't nothing fucks with that <laughs> but um no no so i felt this when did i feel it mostly in the car like sitting down it just felt like something didn't really hurt it didn't really. Now I got a lot. I got some loose skin, so maybe that bothers me from being a big dude. So it, it feels like there's pressure, but it's not. It doesn't really hurt, and it's only when I'm sitting down. It's almost like my organs are like. But it's specific to that one side, which scares, which scared me a little bit. Is this something that you're dealing with recently, or? So let me t- let me finish the story. Oh, I'm, excuse, so excuse me, Mister Mother, Motherfucker. <laughs> excuse let me fucking talk over here. No, no, sixty forty, bitch, sixty forty. <laughs> no. So I had this feeling, didn't so so it was something that was on my mind a little bit, but was also on my mind was I'm on fucking insurance, man, and what if it's some vicious shit? Right. What if it's a hundred thousand dollars to fix whatever it is? This is this is the shit going right or wrong, stupid or not. These are the thoughts are going through my head at the moment. Like, man, I just really can't afford to to deal with it. I can't afford to die right now. Isn't that fucked up? That's how I felt though. Yeah. And here's and here's another situation. My good buddy of mine, I'm not going to put his name out there, but a very, very good friend of mine is doing well in life. And maybe people who've already heard this and probably can put two and two together because right, right. they're not fucking stupid. <laughs> but my first thought was, I can't do it, and I'm not going to go do it because he'd be put in that situation where he'd have to make that decision. Right. And it probably would do it. You know what I'm saying? And, I'm, and, I, and I know this. I'm like, and for some reason, that kept me from doing it. To you know, that was part of the, part of the percentage for me from doing from even going to check. Because I'm telling you, without insurance, there's gonna and then some big shit that's gonna cost that you're done. 
unless you can afford that one day. You know right. what I'm saying? You're going to be owed forever until you die if you have to get some park yeah, shit. Yeah, but that no shit then goes to collections, so and then they so this then is, settle for half, so and he, another 10 right, years. Right. So here's the lesson. So I went to New York. You know, fuck it. It was Steve. <laughs> <laughs> it was, no one was pressuring yeah, 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 Everyone no like, fuck it. It was Steve. <laughs> Everyone's like, nigga, we know it was Steve. Right. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Everybody's you talking probably about... saying Steve. Steve. <laughs> so I fucking, uh, so we go to New York. It was just me and him on vacation. And I, it, this, it wasn't Bahama eyes, but I was good. Right, but it, I was in. I'm in a good place. I just started a new job. Like I'm in a good place. So Bahama eyes wasn't coming up, but I was hella drunk. But he still, as an emotional guy and drunk, these feelings came out. It was me and him. It was like two o'clock in the morning, New York. Where like the, we, we came back from going out. We're at the hotel bar upstairs. The physical feelings or the emotional feelings? No, of no. The- so this, so Steve and I were sitting there, just drinking whatever and i started getting emotional and drunk and saying and i but and it was this feeling has been there i just been kind of overcoming it right and it came out and i was like and i had a moment and this is like not that long ago i'm like man and i told him everything i just told you like i, I can't afford to even go check at the, you know what i'm saying i can't do it and then what he told me was so eye opening he goes chris do you think and he and he was like mad at me he was, and this is how I know his brother. He was mad. He goes, "The fuck is wrong with you, you fucking idiot!" Like, even so, just take me out the equation. Then he was giving me like, "They're going to help you. You might owe, and then whatever it is, da 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 da." But they're not going to let you just die in the fucking lobby. Right? Yeah, they're they're not going to deny you treatment because you can't right. afford it. And I think so on a different topic that I mean, but this is actually a great topic because as, as a regular guy who knows a little bit about life, but obviously not enough. I'm thinking if you don't have insurance, something happens, you're just fucked. That was my mindset. It's like, well, you might be fucked as far as paying them back, but you're not fucked as far as getting the help. Right. So it's like, listen, and it sucks. You might be owed $400,000 doing whatever, but you can get right. Right. And his whole thing was, dude, we'll go now. Like, are you kidding me? Like, first of all, fuck me. You'll get to help. So period. And right. don't you think I want you to live? And this is the moment we're having. We're having like, and I'm sitting there bawling out of my mind. Like, I know, man, I just don't want to put you through that. That's not fair. And he's like, <laughs> but I hope it's an attestment to like, I I don't want to ever use him for that situation. Sure, ever, sure. ever. I'd rather not, clearly. <laughs> I'd rather die. I'd rather you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's funny because a lot of people say, and it's actually kind of an interesting topic. Oh, I was really, you know, it'd be cool to have a friend like Steve. I hear that all the time, right? Because we've done shit, and I'm not scared to let people know because I'm not a fake, phony person. Right. I've done a lot of cool shit, and dope shit happened because of him. And I, and people say, oh, who does he do? And it is what it is. But he's like, man, fuck all that, bro. Just go save your life. <laughs> but and the reason why I'm talking, <laughs> the reason I was talking about this that, deep. it was this feeling, but it, it was like just in my chest area. But he was like, well, first of all, he goes, he, I feel a little something like that, too. He goes, I, don't, I didn't feel what you're feeling, but I feel like physically what you were describing. Then he said, you know where your heart is? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know, over here somewhere. He was like, it's like maybe an inch to your left of your fucking or middle. Sternum, yeah. He goes, it's almost in the middle. And I'm like, really? So and when he told me that, and then I think I Googled it, the feeling went away. It was almost like I think I had some kind of, uh, there might be something still fucked up. But this feeling went down uh, dramatically out of, like, lack of anxiety. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, and I, it could have been totally tied up 
in, in with that. You to know, make it worse. You it felt something a little weird that was maybe, it might have been a little anxiety, a little anxiousness, or maybe something a little physical. You twinged something, but in your head, you correlated that with a heart, a heart condition. Yeah, and then I went, and went, I'm losing my mind. Right. And then you had alcohol. Stress situation. is a motherfucker, man. Right. And, it, and life is fucking stressful. I, you know what I'm saying? So. Amen. The reason I the reason I brought that up is because you were talking about the heart area, and I was kind of going through that. Now, true, d- full disclosure, I have insurance now. Yeah, full coverage. <laughs> Feel like an adult. Adulting. Yeah, it's like three hundred dollars too, and that's with the little bracket or whatever they call, like a little discount. Motherfucker was yeah, the insurance is no ho. Three hundred bucks a month. Three hundred for myself. That's pretty good. I yeah, think. it's like, I mean, I'm saying 300 bucks, that's the car note. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and Steve was like, dude, if you have insurance, you get a one free checkup. Didn't know that. He goes, yeah, yeah just go and just get a checkup, you know, just to know. Which is something scary about that, too, you know? Because I don't think I've been to the, to the, I've been to the dentist or orthodontist recently. Right. Which I hated, and I got it, and it's over with, and I feel better now, which, okay, you know, it's probably not as bad as you think. But I, I I hadn't been to the doctor in a hot minute, like for anything serious like that. Have you gotten? So you haven't even gotten like a physical or anything? Not even sent. Uh, not in a couple years. No, it's been a good three, four years since I got in the physical. So it's like I need to go probably do that. Yeah, that's one of the things that I want to do this year coming up soon is do like a full battery of. Yeah, get the blood work, all that shit too. Well, not the blood work. I just got that done at the oh, hospital. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I heard that somebody I just spent six hundred bucks on that a couple weeks. Well, they ago. say the blood work's a good one though, right? Like blood work's a really good yeah. one. Yeah, but I mean, like I don't know. Like I'm, I'm pushing. Oh, well, hundred, as you just mentioned earlier. Uh, 99, 99. Yeah, right. I'm just an asshole. I said pushing. I said pushing. <laughs> but I, I just feel at this age and now with the kid and stuff and with the little episode I had, I just feel like I just like, you want to be on top of just shit. Just give me the whole battery of shit that I need right now at this. The age. whole kit and caboodle. Give me the whole kit and caboodle, there, son. <laughs> Wait, you know what I thought? I thought it was kitten caboodle. It's kit and, and caboodle. caboodle. I didn't know. Which that. still I don't know what that means. Hey Google, <laughs> what does kitten caboodle mean? On the website phrases.org.uk, they say the ca and cur may be related to the intensive German prefix ge, giving the sense the whole boodle. Put it all together and you get kit and caboodle, meaning everything and all of everything. There you go. The oh, there you go. Clear as day. Well, the beginning wasn't clear to me. Not at all. <laughs> I'm so about German. I'm like, huh? <laughs> yeah, I always thought it was the kit and caboodle. It's Coming from a British and, website. Hey, what the fuck is a caboodle? I think he said. Well, I he I heard again. I like it. Like lost me because it made it was talking about German. I'm like, right. And then he said C A. I don't know what the hell he said. Kitten caboodle. <laughs> Anyways, what the, now you got to help me circle back. Circle back. We were talking about your heart, my heart. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm almost done. <laughs> so, <it's> almost done. <laughs> no, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get it checked out, man. Like uh, I've had the insurance now for about two or three months because I can afford it now. You know, right. life's a little bit better. Is that through work? No. Or you just on, you're just on your own. I said fuck it. I'm gonna go pay for it, mm. Mm. and but it's like, all right, well, now it's two months in. It's so that's that's what's weird to me. That's a weird thought. I was so weird about having the issues to go get it fixed and go check it out. Now I have literally a card I can pull out and go, and it's up to date and paid for, and I still haven't gone yet. Now there's a part of me that's like, well, I just don't feel the way I did, which is is it anxiety? But there's also a part that's like, well, just go get it checked then. You get right. a free checkup. Okay, even if you do have to pay for something, it'll be hella cheap. Like, yeah, because you just pay your copay, which is probably like 35 That's what bucks I'm saying. So, like like what the fuck is going on? Like, I, maybe I'm scared. I think maybe deep down I'm still scared. I'm sure. 
Because I, I that's it. you know, like <laughs> it's like fuck. I'm always talking about how life's short, and it's like, yep, yep, you're right, you man. were you right, got motherfucker. You got, you got about four minutes. hours, <laughs> <laughs> which is hell of a <laughs> which actually ties into the next thing I want to talk about. Oh, and what is that, sir? This is gonna sound fucked up. <laughs> this is gonna sound fucked up, but for some reason, I want to think about why I wanted to talk about. It, but I feel like I gotta stop smiling. Suicidal thoughts. Suicidal or suicidal? Sewer. Suicidal, no, no, <laughs> suicidal, suicidal thoughts, suicidal thoughts, and I, I, I forgot why I brought this up. Oh, I was listening to some dude that my Steve sent me, and he was talking about having suicidal thoughts, and I was like, and he was just like, yeah, I have them all the time, and then it made me think, you know what? It's one of those kind of taboo things. If you don't feel like you're crazy, like okay, I don't have, but. I've had moments where I thought, now, I guess the, the reason I wanted to bring it up is to get your opinion. Do you think that there's different levels of how, obviously, there's different levels of how serious suicidal thoughts are? Yes. And definitely. do you think that, is there a percentage, what percentage of all of us have had some thought of? I've, I've lost some friends and some, and some family members to suicide. Um, and I can say here next to you that, like, I mean, I've had thoughts but i mean i've never had i've never had thoughts to the degree of go do it or even or it. even contemplate really right doing it. it was just more of a thought like a fleeting thought or maybe it was even tied into uh you know a friend or someone that did it and thinking like could i or would i yeah okay but and, I, and is it safe to say that all of us have probably thought about that at some point i i i, I sitting here i would say yes i would say that's probably normal that people have just put themselves in that thought process of now the reason i'm bringing this up and reason why i think this has value to this conversation and for the people listening is because as using myself as an example to even mention i don't think i've ever mentioned that outside of like a close friend or like a situation like that you know i think the time that i really felt that was with physical pain with my tooth remember i had that whole tooth thing going on and i remember one night being asleep and I like kind of vividly remember thinking it was like it was in the brute of the pain. Nerve pain. <laughs> like fucking nerve like, pain. I'm just gonna end this shit. I should tell the people. So this is what happened. I don't did we I don't think we talked about the my I think we talked about the tooth pain, but not exactly what it was. Right, right, right. Here's what like here's what happened. This is crazy. So my my wisdom, my only only one, too. How weird is that? Just one wisdom tooth, bottom right, was coming up, right? And it came up and it popped. And you, but it like you, whatever you see a little bit doesn't doesn't bother doesn't hurt whatever it is what it is, whole life never dealt with it. I'm thinking as a dum dum, that so you obviously never got them removed. Yeah, because I never had to. Right, there was never ever an issue. Don't doctor never told me it was coming up nothing. So then it started to pop, and again I hadn't been to dinners in a while, and I saw it getting bigger and bigger. But I'm like whatever, maybe it'll just come in. I'm that's what I'm thinking, my dumb man. And then what happened was, so my last tooth. Not the wisdom tooth, but the last tooth. The other one came in slowly but surely and hit this one. And then started, it kept growing and pushing the other teeth to the left. Okay. Uh. And it was like, it was it like, it was a hit. It was like a wall, like, like cement, cement. And it was pushing now, right? So the area where it was touching right there, there was decay because there was two teeth and grinding and all that kind of shit. So it, it decayed it. Not so I was feeling the, the, the pain I was feeling every so often was the pain of my teeth, my teeth pushing. And that it's almost like having braids. I actually had braids, believe it or not. I had braids at one point. Yeah. 
that that feeling it'd be a little bit, but it would go away. Right. It, like when your teeth are pushing in their gums, you feel it, but then it goes away. But every now and again, I would chew on something, right? And then and it would be normal, like ninety eight percent of the time. But every now and again, I'd bite on something vicious, and it was striking pain, like striking. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> this shit was really bad, bro. <laughs> and it happened, or something. I had one of these these striking pains in my bed, three four o'clock in the morning. And I'm thinking, this is really bad. I don't know if I can do this. You know, and I'm thinking, like, I could just I could just stop all this pain right now. That's literally was a thought. Obviously, I was like, no, don't be dumb. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a tooth, man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But, it, but no, that shit hurt. Yeah. It hurt, man. So my, so the, I remember thinking, I could kind of see when someone's going through a pain that's that vicious, I could see. Who's someone who wasn't mentally strong enough or didn't work on that? They could say, "Fuck it," I could, I could feel that. But I think I have enough of, at least I believe I do, up to this point. <laughs> then when you have I, a I'm moment like that to say, "Just you gotta fight, you gotta fight, you gotta fight," and I wonder how many people have these thoughts, whether it be physical pain, emotional pain could probably be worse. Right. I think emotional pain is worse than that shit I felt. Yeah, as far as I know, uh, everybody that I had mentioned that had. You know that had taken their own life uh, was, I think, more due to emotional pain than physical pain. Yeah, it feels like that's. Well, did, I do know. Like, remember Doctor Kevorkian? Yeah. Did you ever watch that special on Netflix? Uh, no. It's actually I, I don't know if it's still on there, but there was a. It was like a documentary about his life. I, you know, I I am a fan of the Netflix documentaries, so I'll have to look into that. It's probably still on there. It, it might still be. It if was, it was a, a Netflix it was, original. Yeah. I'm sure it's still on. There. I don't know if it was a Netflix original, but it was on Netflix. Because I know there was another sh- HBO did something too with uh, Al Pacino. He played a uh, Kavorkian. It was a like a docu mini series. That'd be kind of dope. portrayed. No, by... this was like some. It was more documentary, right, like, right? For real, for real. And a lot of the people that he helped were going through physical pain. Physical pain, right? And a lot of people like cancer hate, patients. Yeah, or and I can I can imagine disability that. or whatever. Uh, I can imagine that man, like that pain. Now, I mean, there's some people who felt what I just felt in my this area in their whole body all the time. Right. That's crazy. When you feel vicious pain like that, I dude, it was it was so vicious. <laughs> I was like, ah, you would see me at work going, mm. yeah. And I like you literally can't. I can't do. You were a miserable cuss to work with those. uh, I know, I know. And I still had moments where I was okay. So no, you had more. I felt you had more ups and downs, but but still, you could have. When you hit your down, it's fucking awful. uh, And it just that 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 physical pain will fuck you up. And I'm saying that as a person who felt it, that that mental. But after you got that fixed, man, you were. Light and day. Yeah. Light light and day. Night Night and day. day. Night and day. How many old fashions you have, bro? This is my second. Oh, okay. I had a couple shots though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had a couple shots though of that lemon that lemon drop uh, vodka you gave me. I like that shit. Oh, is that pretty good? Is it that t- tastes like a lemon drop shot. Gotcha. Was that Smirnoff or was that Stoli? <sighs> it literally it was like some off brand. It was like or like not off brand. <laughs> Give me some shit. Some no, it was stuff. it was some. It just said lemon drop. That uh, was off brand. <laughs> <laughs> It was gas there was like brand. an apple apple pie one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was like the same thing. One was apple pie, one mm. was lemon drop, and I think there's another one. Right, like a cinnamon something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So I actually like it. Like personally, I mean it's alcohol. 
I, I drink your, your I know, piss. I know, man. Every time I get I get back over here, I notice how the, the, the bar is getting smaller and smaller. Man, that's fucked up. Well, here's the thing. That is true. I haven't been and here I, in a month, though. Wait, wait. So. I thought about that, too. I'm like, he going to be – He gonna, I knew it because I can move to – I knew he was going to say something. i just been too lazy to go buy it, like, more booze. I gotcha. Like, a lot of it. Because you never go to the, the, no, 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 the no, grocery no, no. store? No, no, no. You no, never no. at Woodman's? I literally went to Woodman's yesterday to buy the booze I drink into right now. <laughs> but for some reason, like, you know, so maybe, maybe I'm bullshitting. Maybe it's because I want to restock, but I kind of fell behind on the the little bit. Remember that whole thing? I want to make sure it's just, all right, so when this was getting a little low. Right. And I think I was just on a patch, like, either I didn't want to spend the money at the time or whatever. But if you're going to have a stock bar in your house, you got to figure that out. Right. As well, especially if you're drinking from that stock bar all the time. Right. That's, yeah. the, that's the problem. <laughs> I, I, I bet your cabinet of mixers is still pretty full, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, there's a couple sections that I use for the old fashions, like my Sprite, because I throw a little right. Sprite in mine. So that, that section's depleted. Right. The Sprite. Gotcha. <laughs> but I definitely have a ton of mixers. Like, yeah. the mixer is big. Well, you know why? Because I'm an alcoholic, and I'm drinking straight fucking whiskey. <laughs> hey, Lent starts tomorrow. You know, maybe you can give up uh, drinking again for 40 days. I'm definitely going to do that 100 I, I I've been contemplating it. I've been contemplating it. But I really like drinking. I know. It's fun. It's really fun. Especially, it's extremely fun. And, and it relaxing. Makes, it's very relaxing. And then you get over, like, like whatever you were worried about at all, it's, like, not even a fuck. Like it's, and weed does that, too. I like weed, too. It's a distraction. What do you like better, weed or liquor? <laughs> Such a hard question. <laughs> For different reasons, shit too. Yeah, right. Uh, man, I guess it really depends on my mood, but uh, I, I feel lately I think I enjoy more marijuana than liquor. And I, I don't have the same uh, after effects, you know. Oh, that, I, I that alone, like, yeah, that alone is vicious. Yeah, man, I feel I don't know getting up in age or whatever, but you know, I just don't bounce back quite like I used to, you know. Especially if I'm going out and getting drunk. Like if you turn and right, right, right. You know, I mean, I come home some nights from work, and you know, the wife and I have make dinner, and you know, have some wine and stuff, and you know, that's all cool. I like that; it's relaxing. You know, I don't want to be high for that because I want to be in the moment with my wife and just enjoying the wine and the food. You know, so I guess for that situation, I prefer, you know, prefer uh, alcohol or wine or whatever. I kind of like both at the same time. We liquor, right? I love being high and drunk. Gotcha. I just like being relaxed. Yeah, it kind of does. Well, I, I don't know. To me, liquor kind of gets, it's like an upper in some weird way. I know it, it's like a depressing. No, I, I think for certain personality types, I totally agree with you because I feel the same way. I don't, I don't generally feel like, uh, like when I get intoxicated that I'm like a depressing, like, woe is me, you know, sluggish drunk. Like, I feel like it almost. So, well, let me, let me interrupt on that because, okay, so remember Jordan Peterson? I brought him up before. Yeah. It's actually ironic. The reason why I started Sober November was hearing him talk about alcoholism. And he was admitting, and he was saying, and a guy who studied, you know, he's a fucking Harvard professor or whatever, some shit like that. Harvard, that's a bum school. Go ahead. Well, he's, he's some professor at something vicious, right? <laughs> it ain't Harper College <laughs> in Palatine. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's where I went. <laughs> so anyways, he was saying alcohol is great on the extent. So that's why people keep drinking. Because you're trying to always get to this level. And then what happens is when you stop drinking, that's when you start to have those feelings. Like the down like the down or depressing shit. But as long as you're going up, then it feels fucking phenomenal. 
this is what he said. He goes, and this is that's why it's so fucking awesome. Have you had those moments though, where you've 100%. been drinking and then you're coming down and you're depressed? I never had a moment where I was feeling like <laughs> Bahama eyes, right? While I was still drinking, ever. It was always we're done. The night's over. Now I'm not reaching. I'm not aiming for that next level of the feel good. Because when I get drunk, you know, let's describe. Describe to. I want you to go first. What do, what is the? Can you try to describe the feeling you have as you're drinking and like what you're searching for? What is, what is it you're trying to do? Like what did you? Yeah, I don't know if I'm necessarily searching for anything. I think that was the wrong word. Yeah, I'm like not conscious of a of a search or anything. I'm looking for. I just find myself in the. I just. I man. Why I just, why do you grab another? Why do you ask for another beer? Because I finished my last one. And that's your first thought. I am done. It's time for another one. Right. Until I until I feel conscious of the point that like ooh maybe I shouldn't. And but then, then, I, then I'll have one more and then I'll stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like when I'm drinking. Because I am aware of, I've never, I, very rarely in the last like 10 years, have I gotten to the point where I'm drinking and I'm like past the point of like no return. Like, right. Even was, especially in, not out. Even those Bahama eyes, I still felt like I was, like I've been where I'm like, like dead, you know, and I'm, <laughs> I hate that. And I'm, I'm now more aware of those. And I, I think I can gauge better than ever before in my life. Right. You want more tur- drink? You're turning the point. Yeah, I feel like I'm starting to know my limit of okay. <laughs> you it said sometimes it'll it'll sneak up on you. You know, if, had you you know you ain't been drinking a little bit, you drink some new shit that's stronger, and then you're like, oh okay, this is that that's how I feel with uh like craft beers. It's generally like they'll I, creep up on yeah, you. Yeah, because I mean I'm like you you because you're I'm, I'm, a, I'm a shitty beer drinker, right, right, right? You know, because I know I know what they do to me. You know, at, at at this age, whatever, with the whiskey I drink or tequila or whatever, alcohol I'm drinking or wine, like, I generally have a good idea of... What about wine? How many glasses of wine until you're, you feel you feel like something's going on? So, on a Saturday night, sometimes my wife and I, and you've seen my wife, she's a tiny thing. You know, we'll put down, we can put down three bottles of wine. Not each, but together. And are, I'm, are you obviously drinking more? Yeah. Is, my, is it one to two bottles? Yeah, I probably, probably yeah. So like four to eight or no? Yeah, yeah, about that. Maybe she's having four or five, and I'm finishing the rest. See, I feel like two. If I'm doing just two bottles, I feel like I'm I'm gonna feel that. But I'm gonna be great in the moment. I st- I still think the 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 wine high is the best of all the alcohols. I agree, but it's probably the worst hangover. It's the worst <laughs> one in the morning. But it, to me, it's like the marijuana of liquors. That's what I've always said. It's like huh. kind of like. Especially if you got a little lady friend, you know, you yeah, talking yeah, to your little yeah. lady friend. She got a little wine. I got wine. And wine's the best for that for me. Like, if you want some entertaining a female thing, wine, ugh, that's like my shit. But. Hard alcohol's probably the worst. Well, it's like a it's like a rocket fuel. <laughs> 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 I take two shots of fucking J-Mo, my dick out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Where the wine at? Where the wine at? Yeah, the the wine like I j- I might just let you see the bolts, <laughs> but but if I'm drinking slow plate, yeah, a I, it's a, yeah, I wine's like the slow plate, you right. know. But booze Roman. like hard booze that gets me there quicker for sure. But you know what? Hard I, booze, it's let's fuck. But can Wine's I be honest? Romance. Can I be honest? Can I be honest? Can Can you please? <laughs> I mean, we've been waiting since uh <laughs> since the first ten minutes. When it comes to when it comes to getting drunk. With women, or even how about just dealing with women in general? I I actually enjoy 
shocking surprise, the conversation. <laughs> I know everyone's shocked about that. Yeah. But I know like some dudes are just trying to they're just trying to get the da 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 and, and you dip out. Whether I'm talking to some random I don't find that shocking for for you. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't think nobody does. Yeah. <laughs> I think no one's like, oh, you like to talk. <laughs> okay, motherfucker, well, it's 60-40. More like 70-30. <laughs> but I I enjoy that part. I so like one of my like what I enjoy is lady friend come through. I actually enjoy cooking. Throw a little meal down, you know what I'm saying? Throw a little work, <laughs> do my thing. <laughs> she having a little cocktail day. Like, you want to help? Like, nah, nah, nah. I got this. I got this. I got this. <laughs> Just sit back. And then I'm, and I'm, you know, and I can snap off a little bit. I know you can too. And then we laughing. I'm still, but now at this point, towards the, as a matter of fact, it's gotten me in trouble. I've burned the fuck out of myself. <laughs> like I remember making some steaks, <laughs> and there was some hot oil. And I'm I'm like wasted. <laughs> I'm wasted. It's that, yeah, it's a it's a special craft, man. Uh, cooking. Drunk. Yeah, you've done it too, right? Oh yeah. Like like wait, you, you've cooked wasted. I have. Yes. It's a scary. I, I dropped those live lobsters in that. I remember. Pot yeah, yeah, yeah. And it splashed like my face. Like I saw it like coming at my eyes. <laughs> And I was freaking out. I was on the floor for yeah. this time. Like, I didn't know. I was like, baby, yeah. I think I burned my face. I burned my face. I remember. Okay, so I was. I told you I was making ribeyes, and I had this cast iron, and it was. I swear to God, Ooh, it, cast iron's the best, though, man, for them steaks. Oh God! And it was a little oil, and I remember if it, being drunk, I'm like, it's been sitting hot for like a month. <laughs> I mean, this motherfucker's hot. I was trying to get a sear, you know, like right. a good crust. Well, but I'm also out of my mind, wasted. <laughs> And there's oil. And I just like threw the fucking, threw the fucking steak. I didn't like do the whole like backwards, you know. Right, right. I just kind of threw it in. Me. And that shit jumped up in all my whole arm. And I'm like, ah! Ah! <laughs> oh, just, and you know, when you get burned with oil, you can't see it right away. Right. I'm like, so nope. Shit starts bubbling up. But I'm like, oh, no. Oh no, it's gonna be bad. And I was like, I just burned my heart. I felt like, like, like some Marvel. <laughs> I gotta go. You gotta go. I feel like I was coming out the fucking oil, uh, man. And I and then it came, and it started pussing and bubbling. Uh. <laughs> fucking touch it. That was don't. So, full disclosure. PSA announcement. Make don't don't take shots of anything while you're cooking steaks. Right, with a cast iron skillet. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Because it's, it's dangerous as fuck, I've learned. It could have got way worse. Oh, totally. <laughs> it could have been way worse. Could have been on your face. So, the suicidal thoughts. Suicidal. <laughs> Talking about killing stuff. Circling back. So, I want people to know that you ain't the only one. No, definitely not. I, I think all of us, to some degree, have had that thought of, it'd be a lot easier if I wasn't here. Clearly. But if you, I would say, though, that people are having those thoughts on the regular. Right, right, right. They need, I don't have it on the regular. They should talk to someone about it. If you having those thoughts regularly, definitely holler. Oh, there's nothing. There's a hotline. Oh. I wouldn't. Yeah, I got a little work. Just, real talk, real talk. It's it's three letters. You remember like like 911? Right. Three letters. God damn it. <laughs> letter, my dumb ass. <laughs> it's three numbers. Cut. Cut. <laughs> Hey, can we do this again? <laughs> so it's 988. 988. Is the new suicide hotline. 988, new suicide hotline. Yeah, 98. So if anybody... Find that's real talk. A, that's real talk. It's real talk. You find yourself in a dark place and you don't have anybody to talk to, dial 988. 
Because I had a, you know, like, I get it, you guys. Oh, God, I get it. I get it, man. Have this... you lost anybody to suicide? Friend of a friend or friend Definitely relative. friends of friends and people high like high people. school. Yeah, yeah, definitely that. I'm trying to think of, like, anybody, like, close, close. No. However, I've had some some close friends definitely talk about it on some real shit to me. You know, like, this thing. You Talk, know? Talking to you about it. Yeah, there's a thing. They, and they I'm were like, feeling there. And, and, and you know what? And this, and this is a gift and a curse. But I'm going to say more gift. But it is t- it's hard and because I, I bring this on myself. People kind of come to me for shit like that. You know? I, in my, especially since I've been out there pushing this shit. But even in my life, like, when somebody's going through some tough shit, they just, for some reason, feel comfortable confiding in me with it. You got that type of personality, man, though. I mean, you got a big heart. You you know, you're a good listener. And, and you like people. And, you know, that you know that radiates. You know, so you're a person that people probably feel comfortable talking to because they feel like cares none, no judgment zone. Like, I can yeah, come to you with ju- my shit. Judgment. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Don't judge me. <laughs> I'm, I'm the crazy man. I kill everybody in this motherfucker. I feel like Mike Tyson. <laughs> Speaking of, hey, tattoo. you got to check out his with his podcast. He's got. I don't know if I could listen to him talk for an hour. Awesome! It's awesome. Is it awesome? It's awesome. It's totally awesome. It's totally fucking. I'm gonna beat your fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, he laughed. No. So, did you know this? About, okay, let me ask you an honest question. Yes. What would you say you know about Mike Tyson right now? What would you say you know about him? What would you think who he was? <sighs> Absolutely nothing, man. I mean, outside of his little acting stint he did in the Hangover movies. Okay, so wh- and that okay. was the first I knew anything from him since the late '90s when he was. Beating people Okay, when he was 90s. fucking vicious. Okay. Yeah. So would would you assume that he was still on some of that or that he's not on that? Still on some of what? Like his craziness when he was like going to prison and as a boxer, when going through real life, you know. I would, I, I guess. What would it, you have assumed? I would assume there's probably still some of that there in his physical, mental makeup. But seeing how he was like in The Hangover and some of the interviews he did, like post movie, or you like, could tell it's gotten better. Right, he okay. seems like a much more chill dude, or he's got a better handle on his own life. But I'm sure, man, you know. So if you poke the bear, you know, enough times, like that crazy could come back out. So check this out. He was on the Rogan podcast, and that's when I first knew that this ain't the Tyson that we all knew. Right. The motherfucker who was the baddest motherfucker walking. Baddest man on the planet. You know what I'm saying? Literally. Like, <laughs> Tyson walks in, the world knows it. Like, he <laughs> might be one of the most famous people of all time. Yeah. I really believe that. Tyson was a motherfucker, right? And he was savage. Remember that one scene where he was talking to the fucking guy, the, the reporter? Some re- somebody in their background, like a reporter, goes, put him in a straitjacket. <laughs> Tyson, this is right when he got out of prison, he lost his fucking mind. No, I don't think I ever he saw He lost... That. He goes, it, I don't even want to try to... Is that the one where he, like... He was wearing, like, a black, like... Fucking, I'm going to eat your children. Yeah, you. that yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes... He goes I guess I didn't know what led He goes, I'm going to I'ma love you to... He goes, I'm going to fuck you till you love me, faggot. That's what he said. It was vicious. I was like, whoa. You First of all, you can't even get away with saying it with that context. Right? Oh, right. If I get in trouble for saying that in the context, then fuck it. I don't deserve to live. But, but he... Back then, you, you know, it wasn't as ridiculous. Right. He was savage. This is the reason I brought that up is he was really out of But he talks about it. He's been doing, like, mushrooms and shit. I swear to God, he's like he's doing this shit called the toad. You ever heard of the toad? No. <laughs> it's like, I think you're, like, literally taking pus from a toad or some shit. I don't know. Oh, I've heard of people licking toads. Hey, man. Google, what is toad 
when talking about hallucinogens. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I found some information for how hallucinogens work. Would that help? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. He goes, it would, you piece of shit. Hey, Google, can you get high from licking a toad? Great question. See, you're better at this. Here's a summary from the website latimes.com. Hate you. Licking toads will not give you warts or produce a fairy prince, but it might get you high. It isn't exactly an epidemic, but the Drug Enforcement Administration says toad licking is the latest way to hallucinate. They're beautiful toads, Sager said. Sater said, "Is that the kind of toad? I think they're gonna get better. Like that's that Google robot shit. Gotcha. One day it'll be talking like you can like download my voice on your Google. Hey Google, what kind of toads can I lick to get high? <laughs> Black toad. On the website Quora.com, they say TLDR: No, you cannot get high or hallucinate by licking a toad. But if you milk the gland of the Colorado River toad, you can dry the liquid, smoke it, and have a mild trip." So we just got two different things yep. from two different websites. Obviously, you want to go to Colorado and get some toads? <laughs> I would do ayahuasca though, and I'm dying to do DMT. Hey, hey, hey! This is this is a hey. full disclosure. Not even disclosure. Just full fucking. I need your help. You know anybody got some DMT? I swear to God, I would do that. I don't even know what that is. Hey Google, <laughs> what is DMT? This is the Google section of the podcast. According to Wikipedia, N, N-dimethyltryptamine is a chemical substance that occurs in many plants and animals and which is both a derivative and a structural analog of tryptamine. It can be consumed as a psychedelic drug and has historically been prepared by various cultures for ritual purposes as an entheogen. Here's what I know about it. First of all, Rogan is a full-fledged endorser. Yeah, you've, you've mentioned that. Full-fledged before. endorser, right? And supposedly this shit <laughs> is... Now, and the reason why I'm willing to talk about because I remember drugs had like a different meaning to me growing up as they do now. I would have thought like, damn, acid, LSD, that was like the worst shit you could do. You know, I was thinking that was some of the worst yeah. shit you, up there with like crack and shit like that. I, As a person who has done a few drugs in my day, <laughs> those to me are actually literally positives. Weed and psychedelics are positive. Liquor is probably the worst of all of the drugs. Of all the drugs, based on all of the factors, I would argue liquor is the worst of all the drugs. One, it's the most readily available. Right. Two, the most people literally die from alcohol-related injuries or deaths daily. Literally, that's a fact. Drunk driving, fucking liver. It's a real thing. I'm not making that up. You ain't never heard of a motherfucker dying because of an OD on LSD. You never, I don't know. Have you ever heard of that in your life? I, I personally have not heard of it, no, but it's also not legal. So, I mean, there's no. So, there's no so here's the, the conspiracy. Here's the conspiracy, though. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm a conspiracy guy. As a person who has done these fucking psychedelics, I've done it three times in my life, and every three times, and going back to circle back, Tyson has also been doing fucking life change. Like, I do cold showers. I do the float float tank. I do a lot of these different things. I started beating my meat the last episode. I talked about that. All vicious, life-changing things. Psychedelics were by far, overwhelmingly, the biggest things that changed my life. By far. Hmm. But, 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 I thought they were ridiculous, right? I'm like, who would ever try some shit? Why do you, why do you want to be that of, not of mind, right? 
And I had this just theory. I just had these thoughts of this the worst shit ever. Like I was kind of programmed in my life and with things I've read that said, don't do that. If you're going to do anything, don't do those. But listening to Rogan, who I trusted, right? He was like, you got to do it. I'm surprised. Do it smart. And he's like, here's what you do. If you're going to do psychedelics, make sure you're doing it responsibly. Like any fucking drug, like Tylenol. Like if you're going to take a Tylenol, you can take it. Just take it responsibly. Booze. You can have a couple glasses of wine, but when you're fucking pounding a bottle of fucking Jack out the goddamn bottle, <laughs> right. that's not responsible. You're about to kill Don't two hookers <laughs> and there's cocaine on the table. Now you don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> so, yes, yeah. But she probably lay off on everything in moderation. <laughs> everything in moderation. But so I went into, he goes, if you're gonna, you got to go into it as a tool, as a fucking medicine. You can't go into it with like a turn up. You can't do it like, for instance, I can drink to say I'm about to have a good time. I have never done a psychedelic for that reason. I've always taken a psychedelic to say, I'm ready to grow. I'm ready to figure something out. So you didn't start doing the psychedelics until you started listening to Rogan's podcast? 100%. Gotcha. 100%. And then each time, so you said you've done it three times. Each time that you've done it. Epic. Trying to learn something or grow or whatever. Were you by yourself doing it? No, I've always done it with people. The first guy I've ever done it, I did mushrooms, which is like natural as fuck, right? Right. And, And he was like, I'm telling you life-changing and i trusted him and we sat on this couch and we just shot the shit just shot it and then we had like it was so much growth in that fucking three four hour span it was epic it was and then i remember waking up just like a new man but here's the thing i'm not about to sit here and sugarcoat which actually brings me to one of my topics being vulnerable try to circle back around I went out to my buddy Boink. Shout out to Boink. Boink. <laughs> he invited me to dinner. It was actually super dope. Thank you. I remember I hated this fucking guy's guts, and now I'm at his house drinking dinner, eating, drinking. It was a great time. But his daughter, her husband came. She goes, you know what's interesting about you? I'm like, please do tell. <laughs> she goes, you, it seems as though you enjoy being vulnerable. She goes, it's, it's like you put yourself in vulnerable situations. And she's like, I absolutely love it. And you know what? I do. I do. I do. And that's why I want, it was one of the topics. Maybe I'm cut from some different cloth. I don't know. But personally, facing the bullshit, I'm at least listening to the people who I've talked to, Rogan part of this, or people I've listened to, that bullshit is more your friend than it think than it feels like in the moment. Right. If you embrace, if you embrace it, and that's that, that's it, yeah. that's the same thing about the psychedelic. That's the reason I brought it up. Going circling back, I got there. Hey I got there. man, look at you. Hey, I'm getting better, baby. So when you're fucking, when you take a psychedelic, you have to realize that you might see some shit. And I don't mean like physically, you see like a demon. I mean like it to yourself in your own like what you got to work on. It'll it'll. T- Here's where uh, this dude named Duncan Trussell found him from the Rogan Show. Follow his podcast called the Duncan. Trussell Family Hour. Check it out. Really good. He describes doing a psychedelic like this, and it's epic. So imagine you're, so you take this, whatever it is, a psychedelic, and now you're in a helicopter, right? And then now you have the, so you're at the top of the sky, and now you have the bird's eye view, right? And then your life is the city. Like, so you see, like, say you're in New York, right? So you're in a helicopter. You see the, whatever building. You see Trump. You see all these buildings. And you, now you have the bird's eye view of your whole fucking life. And everything, for the most part, is kind of dope, right? You're like, oh, it's a city. It's just like you'd be, but then you notice a fucking fire. 
you know, it's a fucking fire right over there. It's kind of fire, but you can see it from this point of view, uh-huh. but you might not see it from down there. Or maybe you don't even choose to go that way. But when you're up here, you have no choice. You, you're looking at the You can't picture. not see it. You see the whole fucking picture. And I'm like, wow. Like, like and... Did and you did you experience that when you did the mushrooms, or was that on yeah, a different? Well, psychedelic? so like I think that was a great way. Oh, to me, psychedelics all do the same. So, shit. You, so okay, so you felt a degree of that on each. Yeah, other, yeah. Other so sh- that's what I mean. Why you might see some things that you don't want to see, like let's say, for instance, you got touched as a kid or some shit. You know, this might bring that out, and then you have no choice but to go through it. And I think that people who can't accept that are the ones who have these quote unquote bad trips. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'm telling, I I had moments where I was sitting on this couch thinking, "Oh fuck, I was a fucking asshole to this guy for no reason because I couldn't handle my shit." It was those kind of feelings. Maybe you're the piece of shit. Maybe you're the fucking asshole. You know what I'm saying? This is yeah. what I'm thinking, but yeah. and it was the truth because that's how I was acting in, in hindsight. And when I'm like, you know what? I was being mean to this guy, and who knows what the fuck he's got going on? Who knows? What if he's just weird because he's. Why are you so vicious? Why are you allowing your way to act around him? You, you, it's ridiculous. And the, the psychedelic helped me see that. Whether I wanted to see it or not. It see, w- I wonder if doing psychedelics now in my late 30s, late 30s. You mean you Late th- 30s. <laughs> the 19? <laughs> okay, okay. Shut all right, the fuck right. up. All right, he's, he's young. Fuck. Ver- versus my It's an easy early- joke, though. <laughs> it is an easy joke. Uh, versus my early 20s, I wonder if I would get that experience out of it now. 100% you would, because this shit, sh- I promise you. Because I didn't get it then. Like, oh, because you did it then. Yeah, I, I've done mushrooms three times. Did you go into it with a t- as a tool, or as like, this have a good time? Yeah, I was in my early 20s, and we were... Just at an apartment, just like, hey, you want to try some mushrooms? Yeah, fuck, that sounds like and fun. no one, okay, I think it's a lot different when you go into it with, with I'm a different mindset. To, I, yeah. I promise you, do it around the right people. As a matter of fact, if you're trying to do like ayahuasca or anything, those kind of, uh, that comes from plants. As a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, DMT literally is produced by our bodies when we die. Like, it's a real thing. It's just, well, that's what Google was saying. Yeah. Like plants and animals. It's a, yeah, it. it's, it's, it's a thing that you can measure. So what uh, other psychedelics have you tried then? You said mushrooms. LSD and mushrooms. So LSD and mushrooms. Which, which means we felt the same thing. Right. But I've never done ayahuasca. I've never done peyote or whatever the fuck this is called. I've never done. You know what? I've done MDMA, Molly. I've done okay. that. Yeah, no, which no, is man. a psychedelic, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Hey, Google. Is MDMA psych- uh, psychedelic? On the website psychiatryadvisor.com, they say, MDMA, a known psychoactive drug that is most often used recreationally, has been identified as potential therapeutic modality for this challenging condition. But you see how that sounds like a positive thing, did it not? Right. Well, I know some people use MDMA. That's what I'm saying. I think that we have drugs... I think it's fun. I think we, as a people, at least for me, I'm, I'm going to speak for myself, but I'm going to imagine other people think like me on this country, in this country. So, so they've like, cha- they've changed the narrative on certain drugs. And I'm telling you, the one that does the most damage is the one that's the most legal. The liquor, the one literally right now, you can go anywhere, you can get in at church and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's the one that literally causes the most death. It's the ones that literally the most vicious to your body. It's the ones that when you stop for one month, your whole body thanks you. You, it's the one that when you, you do it all night and then you wake up and you feel like a piece of shit the next two days, any other drug, you wake up and you feel fucking great. Do, do you think with more, more and more states legalizing marijuana and eventually it's going to be deregulated federally or whatever, 
like 10 years from now, do you think that's going to hurt the liquor industry? I mean, more people just smoking and. Oh, I mean, and, I can imagine like all ingesting. the. Ant- I believe so. A little bit of research I've done. The people who are paying to shit on marijuana are the fucking booze industries. Yeah. From what I've read. Again, who the fuck am I? What have I read? It's all it's probably all bullshit. But at the end of the day, it makes sense because that's the one thing that's kind of going against them. It's kind of like LeBron and Jordan. Like the reason why the le- people who love fucking Jordan really hate LeBron is because you know what? The argument is probably the closest it's ever been. Right. You see what I'm saying? And that's the truth. I mean, to some people. To some people, but right. some people think that it's not even close. So my point is, is it, or Kobe or anybody the greats, you shit on them like, oh, absolutely not. He's number two for sure, but it, it, because he's the closest to it. And you don't want to fuck up what you believe in your heart. You know that Jordan's the best in your heart. You've never seen nobody better than Jordan in your heart. But then you got these other motherfuckers telling you, nah, there's this a new cat in town. He might have been a little better. And to you, you can't even fathom that. Right. Not you personally, but whoever. And I think that's the same way with booze and, and, and drinks and liquor. I'm, I'm really telling you, I think liquor's the worst one. It is. It's, it, it, it's caused me to... Anytime I've ever been in any kind of trouble, it's been because of booze. Behind my eyes, booze. A few times, me and, me and Steve have been in, I, I think, one fight. I was too drunk on my birthday. You and him? Yeah, one fight. 20-something years. And that was me. And I, and I admit that it was me, the, the reason why. I would not, not just because of the alcohol, but because of my mindset at the time. But the liquor was got me to that. You know what I'm saying? Now, I do think you can drink it responsibly. But the, the thing about liquor is it's hard, you know, like it, it's easy to 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 make that responsibly line. Right. Yeah, it only takes one more, you know, when one you, fucking more. You feel fine. And I'm great. I'm right. driving home. I'm good. Right. Now you're wrapped around a fucking tree <laughs> or in jail. Two kids are dead. Ugh. Brutal. Because you thought you were good. Oh, I'm done. I know. I, I, I'm. Bro, I've. <laughs> We've I'm all been brutally there, honest. Dude. I know we all We've have. All Everyone. Dude, I've had moments where. And the older I get, the more I'm like, I'll li- okay, I'll be like, whoa, no. And just sleep in my car. When I know there's rules and shit, you sleep in the car, whatever. Da, da, da. I'd rather do that than keep driving that fucking car. I've, I know that feeling. And I know I know people who have will continue to drive home with that feeling. Once you say, oh, because we've all been there, you had that moment where you say, yep, I thought I was good. I'm probably not. And then there's those moments where you're really like, oh, shit. Oh, God. I should not be in this fucking car. Because <laughs> I can't even open my eye. Right? right? You have one eye closed. Trying Gotta to- pull over, you guys. Yeah. Now, you know, here's the problem. Let's talk about it. Let's be real. You know, we the Cares None podcast. We're going to be real in this bitch. 0. 0.08. 0. 0.08 ain't nothing. It man. ain't nothing. That ain't nothing. <laughs> you can, you can, like, you can, you can, you can pass ACT, like, points. You know what I'm saying? Like, the point away, but and I get why you got to make sure this is the level that we all, you know, they've done studies and all that shit. Point away, which is like a drink every hour or some shit. Like, okay, I could drink four drinks and, and literally I can pound four shots and drive home. I know I can. Done it <laughs> tonight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you, you gotta know it's a tough one because you are allowed to have a couple and drive home. And there's no test for tolerance, you know. Now, I guess you could, well, you can get, oh, test for tolerance. But I guess you can say, get one of them little things and say, oh, 0.08. Maybe I shouldn't. And I guess that is. Or you got to blow it to start your car if you've already had some issues. Yeah, that means you fucked up. <laughs> you got caught. You already <laughs> fucked up. How much are the DUIs nowadays? 
Aren't they like fifteen grand or some shit? Uh, I know. At when, least in Illinois. I know when I got mine, I, I, I cost me. You got Dewey? A long time ago. It was my early, early to mid twenties. I mean, I should have. Had yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And, and I and I think I blew a one point seven six or something like that. So that's over. That's double over. Double over. Double. How'd you? Did you feel out of your mind? No. And the only reason why I got pulled over is my ex girlfriend at the time. Fucking bitches. <laughs> <laughs> She uh, she was a very dramatic drunk. Oh, she wanted all you ruined your life. We were leaving her place of work. Ridiculous. We were at a stoplight and she was beefing at me in the car about some bullshit. I'd be like, get out. She got out. Oh no, stay in. She got (laughs) she got out, slammed the door, started walking down the street. I started going. All right, yeah. I would have I'd have been going. Right behind me was a cop. So she got out, like, at the stoplight, right in front of the cop. Oh, the cop was right the behind The worst me. timing of all time. Right. <laughs> so, like, I pull away. I'm like, fine. I screw out the window. Fuck you, then. Oh, you know? that could have fucked you a little bit, baby. So, so then the cop pulls me <laughs> He's like, uh, domestic. So, so what happened back there? Everything all right? I'm like, yeah, she's just fucking crazy. She's like, you've been drinking? Smells like booze in here. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, yeah. I said, yeah. We just left uh, her, but, you okay. know. Okay. Well, well, full disclosure. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, hindsight is 2020, man. Like, what the fuck? I don't give a fuck if my eyeball is in my butthole. I ain't had a drink officer. Right. I'll, and that's what my lawyer said. He's like, I'm time, too drive the drunk officer. Next time this ever happens. Just go to jail. I don't care if you have a beer in your lap. He's saying, nope. Now, hey, are we bogus for telling people this? I don't know. We'll find, <laughs> we'll find out when you air it in the comments. Yeah, when I go to jail, because oh, you've been helping the minors drink. I don't know, right. some dumb shit. Hey, okay, if you live in, I don't know about the other rules. If you're in Illinois and your ass is out here and you get pulled over by the peoples under no circumstance. Well, first of all, we should say if you've you been should, drinking. You should never drink and drive. Especially nowadays. I mean, it's so easy <laughs> to catch a fucking Uber or a Lyft. You know, six bucks, ten bucks, twenty bucks to get home versus ten thousand dollars are costing yourself. Right. Or someone so, else so their that, life. because that's what it is. It's like, oh shit. It's uh. Here's what people think. Here's what I've thought. <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh shit. Uber's gonna cost like forty. <laughs> right. Wait. There's a forty back. So that's eighty. And then I gotta get. Up, I gotta go to work tomorrow. That means I gotta get up extra early. And so it's like eighty plus some time. Plus time. Yeah. time. <laughs> I could just drive home and just the risk that the. And and here's what's fucked up. The odds are in your favor. Oh, totally. That's what's fucked. Up. Totally. So it's like a gamble. There's more of us drunks on the road than there are police officers. <laughs> Which is actually hella scary. Yeah, right. Everyone's just out of their mind. Just, <laughs> Everyone's just driving. Just like bumper them. cars on a Saturday night. Fuck that. My buddy, my, but Steve always says, and it's a good point. He goes, well, you're making a, you're, you're making a bet. You're gambling. <laughs> Are you with good? your money and your life and your life <laughs> or someone else's life? You know, and, that, and to be honest, that's probably more fucked up, you know. But again, that 0.08, you know that that ain't shit. That ain't shit. No, man, shit. I mean, I could literally, I mean, finish one of the, if I would have finished this and just got in my car right now in blue, I probably would have been like a 0.06. Right. You know, after one drink that close, you know, so what? So I have another. But I'll be honest, I, I don't give a fuck unless I know I had one drink. Not even two. If I had one and I was like, all right, this party sucks, and I get pulled over in that situation, yeah, I'll blow. If I had, like, two drinks or more, your officer, take me to jail with my camera out. Just See, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't blow on the road. I did tell him I was drinking. I didn't blow uh, oh, curbside. That's still fucking... 
caused you let him know you were drinking. Whereas you right, can't prove if you weren't if you never. I don't know what you're talking about, officer. Yeah, but either way, so they took me in. And they and they said I had to blow there. Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, was, what? Uh, otherwise, it was Mac. Or it was a. It was automatic jail time or something. And I didn't know, man. I was right. Fucking you were young, young, and, and first time I'd been. They got your ass. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, you don't fall for their shit. But the DUI got thrown out in court, though. The the cop didn't show up. No, he showed up. So what happened? <laughs> I just I just got more of a fine. They just said that I was a uh, very uh, I was very pleasant to deal with, and I was making everybody laugh in the station by singing while I was in the holding cell. And they said he's obviously a good kid. He fucked up, you know. So if we can just reduce it to reckless and up his fine, we're good with that. That's such a val- very valuable lesson. So there's such a and and, and I agree with that too because that that's kind of the I I've never all right. We're getting a couple minutes. We're getting into two. Sure, sure. 107. However. However. The whole blacks killing, getting killed by cops thing. This is a, this is a touchy subject because when I see the shit, a part of me goes, damn, y'all was going ham. Like, don't fucking turn. Like, these are human beings. At the end of the day, I know we we think that they're officers, and they're like, but they are people who have thoughts, and they're scared, and it's their life, and they get killed. Right. And so... Again, I'm not about to sit here and say there ain't cops out here on that bullshit because they're clearly they're totally. so, they're towing totally. that bullshit. However, personally, I'm playing cool. Now I know some people say, "Well, that's bullshit." Their job ain't to make you feel that way, and, and to some degree, yeah, their job is to serve and protect, not to fucking keep me out of trouble. That to me, there's to me there's a difference. Literally, it says on the cops to serve and protect, right? And Making me feel scared for anything that doesn't, to me, fall in any of those two words, serve and protect. Like, you're supposed to be working on my team for me to a degree. That's how I think, but that's just not the way it is. Like, they're out here patrolling the situation. But play, your story proves, like, sometimes, you you know, I I get it, man. I get it. Play cool. Just be cool. And you know what? You can't be cool, but you know. Oh, look, yeah. If, okay, some situation you can't be cool, and they can beat your ass. Cause it is what it is. You're a dead motherfucker. You sold some cigarettes. You're dead. <laughs> I know it's fucked up, but but uh, didn't actually happen. The motherfucker was selling loose cigarettes, and they killed his ass. But um, my point is, not even talking about the cops. Even just smiling, like at at Chipotle. I promise you. I promise you. I have gotten used to just smiling, just. Being more pleasant in everyday situations. That's probably why I'm great at the serving job, right? Because I'm just pleasant. Yeah. And I give a fuck, right? Just like you. You're pleasant and you give a fuck. That's it. It didn't like the secret to life. <laughs> it's like it's really just simple. Just be pleasant and put a little effort, man. <laughs> just a little bit yeah. And if you go ham, you're really good. If you go ham, that's some shit, then you're cold. But if you just fucking be pleasant. And listen, that doesn't mean not stand up for yourself and shit. Again, if it's a bad situation, then you... I do believe, as a, I believe, I'm as close to alpha male as I've ever been. You got to stand up for yourself. Yeah, you can't let people walk on you. For yeah, sure. yeah, and you know, but you being pleasant is a motherfucker. You know how much extra guac I get for free all the time. I, I'm dead serious. I get free shit like that all the time. Where somebody goes, you know what? I'm like, oh shit, man, I got some gummers. I'm not take it. And you've been in the business for a while. You've seen. I I feel like being pleasant now is more surprising, more surprising to people, and pe- it's more appreciated now. Oh, by far. than it was twenty twenty five years ago. Because motherfuckers ain't fucking pleasant, right? Because everybody I think is on edge or a little bit guarded. Something's going on, right? Right. Everyone has an edge to them a little bit, so they're trying to you know portray themselves as something else. And then when you disarm them a little bit with your 
your smile and your your pleasantness that it's like oh all right another friendly human being right right and I can just we can just do this cool right it's something to say about like I I literally catch myself now don't get me wrong I have resting bitch face especially when I'm focused and we're in the heat of it like I have that face or tooth pain or especially that. But I don't think I was even trying to hide that I wasn't pissed off. Like, I'm mad right now. I'm about to kill everybody, about including my... Right, right. But, like, just, like, even recently, if I'm focused... Yes, I do believe I have resting bitch face for show. However, but I do consciously think about it more often as, as how am I being perceived right now, especially being big black dude amongst a bunch of... You know, so I'm, like, even more personally conscious of how I am perceived. So, and I, I want to be bubbly. Like, I, I enjoy that. I enjoy laughing with everybody. I don't like having energy in the room with one person out of the 40 that worked. I hate that shit. It's worse. And again, I put myself in that a lot, but I hate that feeling. I hate it. I think you and I are similar to that because I prefer to be the person that brings up the energy in the room. Hell yeah. You know, or be the the one that lightens the the, the mood of everybody. And you're like full. I thought I was good at it. (laughs) Oh, shit, brother. Your energy is so motherfucking unalarming like it i mean it literally when i f- fucking quit the place you said call me brother and, and i told you you are but i just didn't call you in that moment i, I had i probably called you i'd probably still be there better that you well, sorry, probably i didn't but my point is is that your energy is that at least to me as a guy who's all about energy yes you are I'm like holy fuck this guy gets me in a place that's why i was like getting you on this p- to circle back like an hour ago Ooh, man wrap to, it up it's <laughs> a perfect wrap yeah, up right? dude Getting you on this podcast Lucky to me was 13. a no motherfucking brainer, no brainer. So when you say when you going through some shit, brother, I'll do fifteen straight with Derek. I'll do fifteen straight with myself. But I need to just make sure you always have at least a moment where you get your ass on here. I appreciate that, man, because I, I need this too. I love being here with you. I love doing this. is is uncomfortable for me at times, but once we get into it, start chopping it. Like up. right now, is it uncomfortable at all? Not at all, man. In fact, it, I I feel lighter. Right, right, right. You know, but just just sitting here, just jawing with you about whatever for. And we're helping us. people, man. And it's, it's all good. helping me, helping you, helping right. everybody. So helping I, them, so I them. always say this. I always say this. I do all this shit trying to help other people, but at the end of the day, it's a selfish act. Here's the reason why: because I'm really, I'm getting value from this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. One, I'm getting value from people. I really, we talked about this when people say you've changed my life. You're doing this. I love what you. You feel good with that, right? Period. But it's like my form of therapy without going to fucking therapy. Certainly was mine tonight. You know what I'm saying? And same thing. And every Sunday with Steve, we do the same thing. We literally do this, just not with the mic and shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's literally the same thing. Literally the same thing. When's he going to sit in the stool, man? Yeah, bitch ass nigga. Hey, say it. Hey, talk to him. Hi, Steve. Hey, bitch. He want to talk to him. What's up, bitch? Hey, Steve. Steve, Matt's got something to say. I don't think you're a bitch, Steve, but I would like to meet you. Nah, he a bitch. Hey man, that that that's Chris. That's your boy talking. <laughs> your boy of twenty plus years who yeah. loves you very much. He, yeah, he, he says it. I say the, out of love. This is the thirteenth podcast. He's probably mentioned your name at least thirteen times plus <laughs> per per episode. Hey, that's gonna be an episode. And I, me and Steven talk about it. But I think this is a little oh, a little scary. Him. Little, he'll do it. He's been on other podcasts. Yeah. He'll do it. He'll do it. It's just a matter of. I'm sure he'll do it. I promise you, because he, you know, he'll. I'll just keep calling him a bitch, and he won't take that. <laughs> Boy, you just some kind of a bitch. But uh, what I wanted to do, the idea was to get him on that float tank, because that would I want to talk about that in detail, and then have his true experience right after it. We have a podcast. 
because I know how I feel about it, but I'm also biased because mm-hmm. I've done it and how I feel about right. it. Right. He's going to do it. Get on and a podcast. Boom. How you feel about it? How dope would that so be? So he, he hasn't done it. No. But he's literally mean. I'm telling you, I believe in my heart. He'll fucking be just, he'll be great about that. Because the one you go to is around here, Naperville? Yeah, yeah. But he, I mean, whatever. No matter where it is. Place, yeah. yeah. But just, or bring your ass up. Drive 25 minutes and do it. And I literally bought him. So, hey, nigga, I bought you the thing for Christmas. You don't even have to pay for it. Just go. Just go. Why are you fucking with me? Steve, he's talking. Look I'm, at, it'll look help at, you. Look into the camera and talk to Steve. It'll help you. It'll help you, Steve. It'll fucking help you. But anyways. Anyways. We're on 115. How fast does that shit go? I, it goes by so quick. I can time. see why Rogan does three fucking hours. He does three hours. Now, he also does it with a lot of multiple different people, you know, but. He does three hours usually with a guest, right? That's what I'm saying. So if it's a new person, you can does talk about. Does he do a lot of solo ones where it's just him? No, I don't think him? I've ever done it, seen him do a solo. No. He won't, I ain't never seen it yet. He always has somebody on, whether it's a co-host or a guest or one of his best friends, whatever. It's always someone. When his first started, when he was with his co-host, how long was he running that? Was it still about three hours? Uh, an hour and some change, two and hours, a couple hours. Yeah, but what happens is, is when you talk, so his shit, he's really good at it. It's a conversation. Even like with the, the intro with ours, we kind of, it's almost like a show, mm-hmm. right? It's like, oh, this is the Carolina podcast, da, 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 da. He just starts talking. Right, they just, they just go, and they don't do advertisements in the middle. He won't do it. He like, mentioned that he's like one of the only ones. Everyone else will cut it in the middle, and I'm probably sure, like, if I want to get paid on this, if that's the only thing that's getting paid, there's the only way we'll do it. I might consider doing that too. But according to what Joe, if Ro- you're drinking Coca Cola while you're doing the podcast. What if it's product placement <laughs> advertisement <laughs> or, or Chippewa Chippa water? Chippa uh, this water is at Woodman's. It's uh, <laughs> Chris. This water's delicious. Where'd you get it? Hey, I almost got a. I didn't tell you. I don't know if you know this, but I almost got a um, sponsorship. You did not tell me. And we'll save that for the next episode of. This is the Cares Done Beat Podcast, and as always, Cares Done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>